0: Welcome to the coffee sips tea podcast where we sip and spill the tea on everything faith-based we promote entrepreneurs and
1: other creatives all with a kingdom twist tune in for real conversations that are unscripted unfiltered and oh so uncut so come as you are all faiths are welcome welcome to the coffee house lovely lattes
0: this is your host call me coffee and we are coming back to you with another episode on the coffee sips tea podcast and i have my lovely guest here with us his name is zachariah he is a holistic certified cancer coach he's also a podcaster up and coming and i'm excited about this episode so Go ahead and uh, tell us a little more about yourself.
1: Awesome. Thank you very much for the introduction, coffee. Um, I'm Zachariah Frank. I also go by Zach the Health King. And there's a few things I do. but primarily, I run the organization with a partner Beatcancer.org, also known as the Center for Advancement in Cancer Education. And that's a 46 year old nonprofit organization uh, homed right here in Pennsylvania, United States. But with operations worldwide and what we do is we seek to educate people on holistic remedies to prevent or heal cancer because we strongly believe that over 90% of cancer cases can be eliminated through basic diet and lifestyle changes and so that's a wonderful organization that i am blessed to be a part of i am brand new within the organization but um working very very closely with carl to ensure that it has a positive future and then i also run a podcast so the podcast is called the health king's court ancient wisdom modern health where i have on all sorts of guests regarding physical health mental health spiritual health emotional health anything between because all of it is important and essential to consider to live a healthy and fulfilled life so that's a another podcast to check out when you're done watching call me
0: coffees (laughs) and I love how he said the whole name yay kudos to you for doing that okay so Zach the Health King just getting to your podcast really quickly I've actually got to check out your last episode uh the other night and i checked out the one on aloe vera and it was just so good and i love your direct style you know of interviewing people and just breaking it down to the most simplest basic forms because you ask the questions that we all want to know but we're afraid to uh so what made you get involved in the podcasting world and welcome welcome
1: Um, You know, I Mm -hmm. wanted to do podcasting for quite some time. I gained a deep interest in the field of holistic health a a lot of years ago, maybe seven, eight years ago. And since then, I've just been accumulating more and more knowledge that's helped me live a better, healthier, more fulfilled life. And how could someone experience such a thing like I experienced and not want to help other people learn the same, right? I I really just want to see the people around me and the people of the world being able to live healthier, happier lives and using information that is often hidden from us is uh, a super important part of that regarding health. So, you know, I used to do some light information giving out on Instagram and stuff like that, but I never necessarily got into a podcast of myself. And then I do have to give credit to my business partner, Carl Wagner of BeCancer.org, because he is the one that inspired me to finally pull the trigger and get it started so he's been instrumental in having that happen and he continues to support me in doing so so i I definitely definitely thank him he's a super cool guy um so yeah that's what got me started and I like to talk. I like to have interesting conversations. I like to talk about the things that a lot of people are afraid to talk about. I'm not afraid to get down to the nitty gritty and say the things that we might all be thinking, but are afraid to say, or don't necessarily know how to say. So yeah, when I have guests on my podcast, I really like to playfully push them and playfully prod them to say what they really mean, not hold back. Cause so many people have some really, really interesting information that they know or interesting perspectives that they have but in day-to-day life we've been led to censor ourselves so heavily and that's a disservice to everybody it's a disservice to yourself you know you're going to block up your throat chakra if you're not saying what you really mean but it's also a disservice to the people around you if you're holding back valuable information or fear of Judgment, fear of some sort of persecution, fear of ridicule, whatever it may be. Um, But in today's age, today's time, I think we're seeing a shift where a lot more voices of truth and a lot more voices of strength and a lot more voices of God, most importantly, are being less afraid to speak up and are making their voices heard. Because for the longest time, evil has been very loud and evil has been allowed to be very loud and unchallenged. But the time has come for the people on the side of good and the people on the side of God to take the power back and take the control back. And Mm. I want to be a part of that.
0: Mm. You just said so many things and You know, I want to hit on them and I know we don't have the, the most time to go through and go through all of them right now. Um, but yeah, I mean, from one, shout out to Carl Wagner and welcome also to the podcasting world. And what's awesome about this world, it, it is so unregulated, and yet we do kind of hold back. The, there are like certain boundaries I've noticed collectively that we don't really cross. And um, I've always been kind of curious too, myself. Like, where does that come from? That need to, as you said, put that censorship on ourselves. On um, and we, you know, we stand a controversial king on this show. So you're you're more than welcome. You're definitely aligned, um, a good fit here. And yeah, and God is always. Saying what's on his mind. And he was never afraid to do so. And that's why he sent all his prophets to be that sounding voice, to sound the alarm and say, Hey, you better get right, or there's gonna be consequences, or you know, you know, try to live a righteous life. Like, yeah, I'm a God. I love you, I'm compassionate towards you, but I have boundaries, I have certain things that I don't want you doing, and when you do it, I'm going to call you out on it. So God is never afraid to, like, you know, have conflict <laughs> with us. Yeah,
1: and that's needed. That's mm-hmm. needed because you give evil an inch, and they'll take a mile. Yeah, And then they'll take 10, and then they'll take 20. And they will take as much as you allow them to give. Mm-hmm. And it's been conflated far too much. I'm not going to name any particular religion or any particular religious folk or, or any anything. But it's yeah. been, I think, a far too common theme amongst righteous people mm-hmm. to turn the other cheek. Mm. And that just allows the world to be the playground of evil. And that's, look at what we see today. We are seeing evil that has been let to run amok and run unchecked for mm-hmm. far too long. But you are right. If you don't have boundaries, you have nothing. Mm-hmm. If you won't stand up against anything, then you don't stand for anything. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we've gotten to the point where a lot of major religions allow themselves to be openly mocked mm. against the Senate. I, mean, I, know, I know you're a Christian and I, yes. absolutely re- and I respect Christianity, mm-hmm. but there's people dressing up as gay Jesus
0: oh my goodness
1: i'm not saying gay
0: is wrong right gay is not is not
1: like smiled upon in Mm -hmm. the holy books and in christianity so Mm -hmm. we could get whether that's right or wrong or something i even agree with personally Mm -hmm. but the point is you have people that are allowing religion to be mocked for what it stands for Mm -hmm. and not anything about it and it's it's a shame it's it's a shame because the The loudest mouth is the one that gets fed. Mm. It's the loudest mouth that gets attention, and when evil is being loud, then they're what's gonna, you know, get the minds of the youth, mm. and that's how oh, righteousness can die out. I yeah, mean, that, that's one of the things we can get into, but
0: no, I, I I agree with that because yeah, the youth they're looking up to us as their their leaders, modeling good behaviors. I mean, I think it's sad when a child has to tell you like, No, mommy, I'm not this, you know, say this to the teacher. And I know that's a whole nother topic for a whole nother day. But when the children is telling you, No, I don't agree with this and it's wrong, then it makes us look like, yo, who are we? To be telling them something that is wrong and the children is calling us out. And I think that's all I'm gonna say about that. But yeah, I mean, you're right. I don't think any of the Abrahamic religions stand for mocking God. And, you know, in our word, in the in the Bible, I, I don't really read too much of the Quran. I know you have an Islam slant on your beliefs. Hey, y'all, y'all know all faces welcome on this show, so don't come for me. Thank you. Um, <laughs> but I know that in our word, in our Bible, it says that God is not mocked. For whatever a man sows, that also he shall reap. And that's the New Testament, y'all. So don't get at me. Go read your Bible for yourself. And um, yeah, like mocking Jesus. I don't know why it's so allowed to mock Christianity. I would love it if we had that level of, I don't know, that unity and that level of that stance, the way Islam does—that's the one thing I really, really respect about Muslims. Because if you come for Muhammad, if you come for anyone in their, in their They're faith, done. yeah, you're—it's like literally off with your head, and it doesn't matter what country you're in, uh-huh. like. I really respect that. I love when the man was like, yeah, that's breaking haram, you know? I love when he said that to me and he's explaining and so like I've always had a heart like for Muslims and and who knows like God probably is going to call all of us, you know, in unity one day and not trying to make us all one religion, just meeting us like where we are in our faith um that's the god that we serve you know uh, uh, how deep
1: how deep do you want me to go do you want me to avoid pissing people off
0: or i you honestly you to... i don't care because this is a it's supposed to be a controversial show like in the beginning right, days right. in the it's beginning so- days like come yeah. on when i first started Listen.
1: So this, is, this is the way I see it, right? And Go I'm a in. Scholar. I'm not an Islamic scholar. I've mm-hmm. read excerpts of most holy books and, and mm-hmm. readings, etc. But I don't claim to be an expert in any of them. Yes. <laughs> this is my observation as a 28-year-old man that was raised <laughs> in a half-Muslim, half-Jewish household, mm-hmm. but in a Christian and predominantly Catholic community. Um. So I've seen a little bit of it all. What I've observed is that is that Christianity was usurped by Catholicism. Was, mm. Catholicism took charge of Christianity mm-hmm. and drove it into the ground, mm. completely drove it into the ground to the point. I mean, the Pope of the Pope now, and, and the Popes of the past, I, I think they could be called downright evil for some of the things that they've done, especially the current one mm-hmm. completely just going against Christianity tenets having transgender story hour and in the, in the, in the Vatican, Mm. in the Vatican, the Pope was surrounded by drag Queens. And and what are you doing? Right. He's made it it a circus. He's made it a clown show. Absolutely. And there's been studies that have been done that they traveled around the United States and visited assorted churches and got in touch with the ministry there. Mm. And a shockingly low percentage of the ministries even knew the core original tenets of christianity let alone stood for them right now when you have that in us in, in the single digits in a originally christian country america was a christian country
0: it right? was, it was. <laughs> it's not, it's i like a, how you say a it was godless country. right it's a godless country now There's right no God in in america. that's true and
1: when you have that in amongst a religion, and that's supposed to be the religion that's holding a community together, that's mm-hmm. supposed to be a religion that's guiding the society to maintain the morals and decency. And that's what the head of the religion is doing. How could that not lead to utter chaos and, and nonsense in a society, right? And mm-hmm. that's why Again, I respect people that are Christians and live by Christianity and try to embody Christ-like energy and try to be like that. But unfortunately, Mm -hmm. the leadership has failed you guys. Mm. And there are absolutely communities of wonderful Christians probably in America and probably elsewhere in the world. But when that's, look at the nations that are led by Christianity. They haven't stood up for themselves. Now, that's a whole other conversation we get into politically. Uh, Have they been usurped by other entities and and then allowed to be infiltrated by this, that, the other? Well, evidence suggests so.
0: Mm -hmm. And and that's the thing, yeah. Yeah. We have been infiltrated. I I, I
1: completely understand why Islam is growing Mm-hmm. it's a fast-growing religion because a
0: lot of people are leaving christianity to go to islam like
1: but you know what they're not they're not that different you mm-hmm. know I, I see the major religions as like revisions to each other they're all mm-hmm. they're all the same stories to begin with there was the, right. the judaism and then built upon that was christianity and then, and then islam that was islam right. jesus is mentioned in the quran i think more than prophet muhammad
0: and you have to get to to get to Allah, don't you? Have to accept the testimony of Jesus.
1: Jesus is an essential prophet of Islam. Prophet right. Isa. Central, See. Central, central, essential part of Islam. Yeah. And and uh-huh. when people say Allah, Allah is literally just the translation of the word God in Arabic. It's not a different word. It's right. not necessarily a, a different God. It's the same God. It's just a different language that gets used because. Uh, of course, Arabic is, is associated with Islam, right. but Jesus is yeah. Jesus is a huge part, and you know what? You know what's the funniest thing?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Muslims will stand up for Jesus more than
0: a lot of than Christians, Christians would. Do. That's so sad. Lovely lattes. <laughs> Come on, it's crazy. that is uh, so I, I, sad. But
1: the fundamental difference is, of course, that uh, in Islam, mm-hmm. Jesus wasn't himself the, like Son of God or you know, right. God Himself. He, he is a man and he is a prophet. Right. A very renowned and very respected prophet. They believe mm-hmm. in the resurrection. It's in Islam, Jesus will come back, at the, the second coming, etc. It's all the same. Oh, the I, them,
0: I didn't know that story. part. I didn't know he's going to come back in Islam too. I had no idea.
1: If I'm incorrect, please forgive me. I, I, I'm not an Islamic scholar. To my okay. knowledge, to recollection, yes. He comes uh, back also. The way, and... the way I see that the religions, okay. they're like revisions on each other. They're mm-hmm. like, when you update ios when you update your phone right (laughs) right it's still an iphone but okay now i got the new uh, new ios now i got the new software it still has all the old stuff but a little extra good stuff in there right
0: (laughs) i mean right and i i understand like christianity and islam they respectfully disagree because um in christianity like and you know we have so many denominations too even in christianity like we're not all unified and believe in just like one thing there's so many different sects um se- you know sec- sectarians and denominations um not everybody even believes jesus is god you know yeah,
1: that makes things really confusing in it is too, because you know growing up like i said it's like oh wait, you're Catholic, that means you're Christian, you're Presbyterian, that means you're Christian. Not everybody so believes
0: you're... Catholics are Christian either. That's true, that's And me. That's <laughs> like It's like we just are so disagreeable and so divisive in Christianity. And I think that's, that's kind of sad that Muslims, they stand up more for us than we stand up for ourselves. You know, <laughs> yeah. I think that's sad.
1: Obviously, I don't condone
0: violence.
1: I don't condone violence. I think violence is uh, something to be avoided at all mm-hmm. costs, but I do respect people that stand up for what is important to them. Yeah. Because if you stand up for your God, how are you going to stand up for yourself? Right. How are you going to stand up for your family? How are you going to stand up for a community?
0: Well, let's try this on for controversy because we're almost wrapped out of time here, and I, I feel yeah, like I, I could I, talk I'm, to you I forever. Um, okay. So so we can can keep going. Okay, Uh, let's see if we can go a little more. Uh, (laughs) I'm going to ask you this. Let's do this. Let's push the envelope. Let's do what other other faith-based podcasts won't do. One of the best ones in the nation, y'all. Come on. Come on, let's go. What do you think about the situation with Hamas against Israel? Okay. Oh, God. Ask me that, of right. course. I have to, man. How yeah, often yeah. do but I get? Not get us both killed? <laughs> I, think, I don't care at this point. I don't care. I think, firstly, that mm-hmm. I have
1: never been to Israel, nor have I ever been to Palestine. Okay, I am not there, I don't know the people there, mm-hmm. and so I can only speak based on what I observe mm-hmm. from media from my own thoughts from what gets presented Mm -hmm. i am not claiming my stance to be 100 percent factual i can just talk about what i see i think that there's probably wonderful people in israel Mm -hmm. i think there's probably wonderful people in palestine i think that there's probably unsavory people in israel and unsavory people in palestine and i think that the people of israel and the people of palestine are not the government of Israel and the government of Palestine, whatever the government is, you know, organizations um, that have taken over the government, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. There's a big difference there. My number one advocation is for innocent people to be safe and not in danger. Mm. My number one advocation is for not to have war, not to have quarrel, not to have bombs being dropped on either side of the border and i I advocate for peace for all people and persons Mm. that's my number one advocation i think that area has a long history of violence i think it has a long history of disagreement i think it has a long history of unsavory behavior going on in lots of directions i think the nation of Israel, whether it is a legitimate nation or not, because there's disagreements or disagreements there. I'm not saying my thoughts. Mm -hmm. I think that it is an extremely powerful nation, perhaps the most powerful in the world due to the influence it has in external nations as well. Mm -hmm. And I think it's like a 200-pound giant, muscly man beating up on a toddler Mm. when real decides to declare war on what is left of the nation of Palestine. Mm. I think things aren't so black and white. I think a lot of things go on in the world in the political sphere that aren't necessarily how the media presents them. I think a lot of actions are taken and attributed to certain groups when certain other groups may actually be the responsible parties and i think sometimes events are put on to be an excuse to go to war when a party hasn't necessarily want been wanting to go to war Mm. and i think anyone with eyes to see and ears to hear will understand what i'm saying i don't want to go too nitty-gritty and whatever. But, you know, I, I advocate for not, you know, babies not starving and, and people not getting bombed.
0: Well, that's fair enough. Does that answer the question? Yeah, it answers my question um, in a very politically correct way. I was expecting more, but no i understand what you're saying like at the end of the day it's a very complex situation that's what i'm hearing you say and you're pretty much advocating for peace especially for the innocent civilians in that area whether they are israelite or palestinian and you're calling for a ceasefire i mean it's like hmm yeah
1: you know the the the, the Entity of Israel has put pressure on Palestine for a lot, a lot, a lot of time. Mm -hmm. And I understand that people who have no other option and have been suffering for generations under oppression. Mm -hmm. I understand what happens when you push people to such a degree that they just, they have nothing to even live for anymore they got to try something Uh, right
0: but you know mm -hmm. it's a sensitive it's a sensitive thing it's yeah it's a very sensitive topic i think you're you're doing you did well with it i mean we really are out of time um but i i don't agree that hamas should have struck israel at least to my knowledge that's what happened completely unprovoked that's the picture that was painted and again you know, I'm like you. I don't have all the information. I'm not there. Yeah. And you yeah, know Exactly. And then we can mm-hmm. say
1: unprovoked, but yeah. Are, is the years and years and years of what has been going on in the area, does that count as provocation?
0: Why I, is that not I and that's the thing, like I'm not there either. So I don't know the context and the backstory to what yeah. led to that first attack. I just did not You're right. That was the picture that was painted like they had no reason to do it. But as far as what you're saying, if that is true, it still doesn't make it right, you know, Uh, because now it's leading to a potential another world war. And let me just tell you something. We both know ain't nobody ready to go to war, especially here in the U.S. Okay. you
1: know what the saddest part is? (laughs) Yeah. People that are going to make that decision, whether that's going to happen or not, mm-hmm. they're not going to be the ones suffering.
0: Right. They're, it's going to put all I mean, of us at risk. Yeah. The civilians. So that's
1: why, you know, I preface the whole thing with, I am not there, nor have I ever been there. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I, I, I think it's it's an important thing to separate the people of a location and the government of a location. Mm-hmm. And, 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 yeah, I, ideally, None of the people in either of those areas would ever suffer any wrongdoing
0: or any harm. Yeah, and at the end of the day, we're all children of Abraham, y'all. Like, we're literally brothers. (laughs) (laughs) They're brothers. Like, come on. It's Ishmael and Israel, right? I mean, if that doesn't count for something, then what does? I would hope that my brother would care for me as much as I care for them. And we just speak different languages and have different cultures because that's what we grew up, knowing all yeah. of our lives. But at the end of the day, we bleed red. I mean, let's and also here in the U.S., let's not even look down our nose at what's going on over there because we have our own divisiveness over here, too. Okay. Yes, I said that. Okay. That's a big, big,
1: big good
0: point. Yeah. Worry <laughs> about your own home. Yeah, like, we should also, like, before we start, you know, coming for all these other countries and saying stuff about them, let's examine what's going here on the home front, because we can definitely improve things here also. Um, But that's what I kind of love about the U.S. We still have a little freedom of speech while we have it, while we still do. (laughs) And I just, I just love how unregulated the podcasting world is. And I hope that uh, you continue to have fun, speak in your mind. I did want to ask you about your organization a little bit and what made you get into it. Maybe you can just tell us a little quickly about it and maybe just tell us how we can get in touch with you.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I just want to qualify that, you know, any things that I express as an individual aren't necessarily indicative of any stance of BeCancer.org. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a separate thing. So, okay. BeCancer.org is super cool. Anyone that uh, has a cancer concern can call up our in-house counselor and get counseling with a 30 plus year licensed naturopathic doctor mm-hmm. here in the United States. That's something that we offer for free as well as a myriad of other free educational programs for people with a cancer concern or those that know someone with a cancer concern. On Thursday evenings at 7 p.m. EST, anyone can jump on our live weekly calls and get their questions answered, participate in the conversation, or just listen in to the health experts having a conversation about all sorts of different health and cancer-related topics in the holistic realm. Anyone that wants to get in contact with me, whether you want to check out my podcast or be a guest on it, you can email me for that at ZachTheHealthKing at gmail.com. That's Z-A-K-T-H-E health King at gmail.com. If you have an inquiry about beat cancer, whether you want to become a cancer coach yourself, check out the course uh, or any other inquiries on that side, you can email me at zfrank at beatcancer.org. That's ZFRANK at beatcancer.org. In addition to our free educational programs, we also have an online course that you can purchase, the top tier of that course will allow you to get your certification as a holistic cancer coach if you are to pass the final exam and access to our community of holistic cancer coaches.
0: Perfect, right on time. Okay. Well, we're just gonna take a quick little break here, lovely lattes, and we'll be back to wrap up soon. Hope you are enjoying our content. See you soon. This episode of Coffee Sips Tea was brought to you by instacart and for those sick days or times when you just don't want to leave your home order via instacart and get free delivery on your first three orders with a minimum of ten dollars per order certain terms and conditions do apply see the link in the description for more information and now back to the show okay y'all so We're back, and I just wanted to commend Mr. Zach, a.k.a. The Health King, (laughs) for going in on this show. And, you know, he's good. He's good, right? Nobody not going to come for him. And we not worried about those other entities because we got the protection of most high God over he's anointed our mouths to speak okay break down these strongholds okay so i just want to ask you like what made you get into your organization like did you know someone with cancer did you personally go through it no i i never i never experienced cancer
1: myself Mm -hmm. uh i never intend to either but. I do have family that have been touched by cancer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've never been someone that feels like illnesses and diseases are random. Uh, I know that diseases are a result of choices, whatever those may be, whether they're conscious or unconscious choices or completely just really nilly lack of choices because they're just not caring. Uh, but that's not necessarily what drove me to this organization. I just happened to meet my business partner somewhere and you know just networking meeting people and he told me about what he was up to and he had been running it basically by himself for 10 years and i was looking for a new venture to invest my time into i'd run pre- you know different businesses in the past but i was just at a time where i was looking for something else to do and so it was just a good fit we got to chatting we really hit it off with each other we really enjoyed each other's presence and conversation and overall life philosophy and so it was a good fit
0: oh that's good because you know not a lot of friends would do stuff like that you know go to bat you
1: got the wrong friends (laughs) what was that i said well then you got the wrong friends right
0: that's true so lovely that is take notes if your friend not willing to go go into business with you are they really your friend i'm just saying yeah
1: this, this is actually the first time i had met this gentleman I oh, the, only the one time. Mm-hmm. You know, just some networking, and uh, and that was that. The rest is history. That, okay. but that goes to show, you know, when you yourself are a, an open-minded and then a person of substance, and you meet other people of substance, mm-hmm. things can happen very fast. But that brings into question: Are you a person of substance, mm-hmm. and are you putting yourself in scenarios? that you will meet other people of substance or are you just hanging around with a bunch of dummies watching football and, and, and drinking drinking you know beer or something like it's <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying, the, the nah, point, like what seven, saying. Al- most people's friends and most people's acquaintances and most people's colleagues you're right they wouldn't develop business together because mm-hmm. they, they aren't people uh, they're not professionals you yeah? know mm-hmm
0: And no shade, but shade, but yeah, you got to surround yourself with people who are serious about seeing you win and you can do the same. I mean, it's, you can do stuff by yourself, but for so long, but at, at some point, yeah, you're going to need some counsel, you know, some wise counsel so you can get ahead. Uh, So I like that you said that. And when you said holistic health, you know, I know what holistic health means, you know, I'm a holistic creative coach, but what does that mean to you?
1: So holistic means you're considering the whole thing, whatever Mm it is. So when we're talking about holistic health, Mm -hmm. we're talking about considering someone's entire existence, right? Mm -hmm. Considering their physical body, considering their mental health, their emotional health, their spiritual health, all of this must be considered in holistic health. It's like, all encompassing right you got to consider what's in your environment what's in your food what's in your water what's in your air what's in your clothing what's in your shoes you know all of it is is related to holistic health because everything in existence is going to be affecting you one way or another very few things are actually neutral in the way that they impact you anything that you choose to do whether it's What you choose to brush your teeth with what you choose to put on your feet who you choose to be around to go back to that point what water you choose to drink it's either healing you or it's harming you it's either helping you or it's killing you um and that's why the word holistic health to me or the term holistic health to me it's just a bit synonymous with conscious existence and conscious awareness in our day-to-day lives
0: Hmm. I like how you said that conscience, existence, and awareness of like what you're putting in your body and what's in your food, what you're putting on your skin. And you're saying certain diet and lifestyle changes, this can lead you to improving your diagnosis if you have cancer and possibly being healed from that.
1: Yeah, it Mm -hmm. it could help you. Listen, cancer isn't just some boogeyman from the sky. It's not random. It's not something that you just get because your parents had it. It's not this like crazy complicated thing. All cancer is, is your cells being in an unhealthy state, to put it very basically. Your cells have mutated. Your cells are not right. Your cells are unhealthy. Well, your cells are just a reflection of everything else that you've got going on. Mm -hmm. Everything else that you're inputting into your body is going to be reflected on the smallest part of your body, the cells. So, yes, when anything that is good for your health is likely going to be anti-cancerous or very good for prevention of cancer. Mm -hmm. And it'll also be good for the healing of the cancer. There are certain things that are super, super powerful against cancerous, uh, cancerous cells and, and cancer growth. But in general anything that you're doing to maintain a state of health is gonna be relevant and then related to
0: cancer. Okay, and you said people can check out more on that on beatcancer.org and I'm I'm so sorry, you know, for anybody out there that has dealt with cancer or had a diagnosis or know someone who has, especially um, anyone in your family, uh, also Zach, and for anybody out there. So be sure to check out that website and also check out his podcast um, and i'm so happy we got to connect today so this is the part of our episode where we just give some words of encouragement to our listeners so take it away
1: words of encouragement um, so i encourage people to love themselves and treat themselves like someone they love. And I encourage people to make every moment of their everyday count because time is our most valuable asset and it's the one that we cannot get back. You spend money, you can make it back, but you you can't get time back. And so what are you spending your time doing? Are you spending your time genuinely in ways that are advancing you to where you want to be in life? Or are you throwing yourself more off track or are you just staying in the same place? Uh, Spend your time wisely. Don't waste it. And continually push to be better, to know more things, to be physically healthier, mentally healthier, have better relationships because Nobody else is going to do it for you. Mm. Nobody else is going to do it for you. It is up to you to make this life a life worth living. And there are many tools out there to help you in doing so, such as this podcast, such as my podcast, such as other wonderful organizations and and areas of information that you could absorb on different ways to be. If you don't like the results you're getting, you got to do different things. And uh, 2024 is gonna be a beautiful time for those that are genuinely chasing personal advancement and personal uh, transformation. Mm-hmm. And I would love to see as many people as possible being a part of that and getting their lives together and getting to a better place than they've ever been before. It's always, always possible.
0: Okay, that sounds a little prophetic there. So I'm hearing you say, yeah, personal transformation for 2024, also taking ownership of your life. Don't just let life happen to you. You have so many opportunities and there's so much information at your fingertips, especially in the age of the internet right now. And it just sounds like you're saying take advantage. So thank you so much for those words. And uh, if you send me your contact, I'll try to put it in the description and for anybody that reaches out, just say, you know, where you heard heard about him from, that you he was, he was here, you he was here with us, okay? So that's our time. And again, I thank you all for stopping by the Coffee Sips Tea Podcast, and I'm your host, Call Me Coffee, and we are here with Mr. Zach, AKA the Health King, <laughs> we're both saying, Bye. Good to everybody. Bye. And that is a wrap. Hi, thank you for stopping by the Coffee Sips Tea podcast. You could have been anywhere, but you chose to be at one of the best faith based podcasts ever. And if you don't want to miss out on any other updates, make sure you're following Coffee Sips Tea on Spotify. Now, let's get back to the show.